The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Today, we have a really big treat. You know how Michaela likes to join us? Well, today, her mama, Carrie, is back to join us. Hi, Carrie. Hey, hi everyone. Happy to be here today. Ah, and it's so interesting. Yesterday, earlier in the day, I felt Michaela around and I was like, hmm, I think she might want her mama to talk. And then Perry texted. And of course, I didn't ask until the last minute. I asked Carrie what was coming in for her. And it was interesting because Michaela would only give me a couple of hints. But they certainly aligned with everything that you've been discovering and doing. And oh, just the idea of sharing this is so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So, what's cooking? <laughs> As always, the synchronicities that happen every day, but also very much so whenever we are in connection with you or. Johnny and I with you and Harry, uh, there always seems to be a lot of really exciting things that are going on that amazing. Yesterday after the holidays, I wasn't as caught up on your podcast as I like to be. Finally had some time to myself and listened to your podcast. And you talked a lot about the energy of water and the intention and love and how it changes the structure of, of water. And as it would be, Johnny and I had just been listening to a different program, a, regard, a health program, but it was talking about the importance of water and the love and the intention that's in water and how it makes it that much more nutritious and beneficial for your body. And it just, it, it's just fascinating to me that I would then again learn from you about how important the energy of love is and that we are all energy, everything is energy. And the way to raise that vibration 
is by infusing love into all things, including water, but it, but in everything, and having that loving vibration and choosing love. And that is something that I feel tremendously uh, with respect to the choices that, that we make every day. And of course, that, that's the same vibration that we connect with, with you, you and Harry as well. It's really amazing because vibration is everything. And it sounds so strange to say it, but keep getting encouraged from out there to embrace what's on the earth plane. And so many people are afraid to laugh because how can we when the person we love is out of body? But that's the laughter, the raising the vibration, infusing water, playing with doggies and kitties, going to the ocean, all those great things. They literally raise our vibration so that they can reach us more easily. Have you found that to be true? Because I think you're so integrated. I almost picture you and Johnny with Michaela almost like a figure eight that's lying down. It's like going back and forth and it flows, just really flows with each other. And it's interesting what we're thinking about. Michaela said, here's a hint about living in two worlds and then how do you integrate them? something I never could have fathomed before. I just wouldn't, I couldn't even understand that concept, but it truly is something that I live every day. All the things that I've read and heard truly understand that uh, the spirit world is, is like right here with our world, just at a different vibration. And the understanding that you can, by raising your vibration, by choosing all of those wonderful aspects of love, whether it be you laughing or, or hugging or, or petting uh, your pet or, or sharing a smile with someone, all of those aspects of love raise your vibration. And in doing so, I truly feel like I have uh, a foot in each world. And I also very much feel that Michaela has a foot in each world. I believe that she's in the spirit world, but I believe by slightly lowering our vibration, which is what is needed to be on the earth plane, she is able to be right here with us as are everyone's loved ones. Uh, that's, that's how they are able to see what we're doing and be a part of our daily lives. So just having that acknowledgement of the integration on both sides, us as her parents, and also of her being able to, when she, as you say, they travel by thought. Well, when she thinks of us or when we do something that makes us think of her, uh, it's just that easy. And then she is able to be integrated into the physical plane. Uh, so it, it is a, a beautiful, but I believe it's all done through the power of love. I, I think you're 100% right. And of course, you love Michaela so much. She loves you so much. So the love is always flowing. You know, Michaela's out there and she's been working with, like you said, it's it's over five years now because she has such open access and an ongoing, not just I know she's here, but an ongoing in terms of growth had relationship with both her parents. And that makes such a difference. So she's in a position of teaching and mentoring other kids whose parents aren't as, and it isn't a race and it isn't a judgment, People are at different, different levels of grief and different levels of trying to balance things out. And sometimes I would think it would be hard to just look up 
We talk about so much looking up at the sky, hugging the animals. You're literally going one step further and making a choice. It's making a choice to look up, but you're being interactive. You're the alchemy, Michaela says. You're infusing the water with love. You're infusing, when you go for a walk and you're out with the dog, you're infusing wherever you go with love. There's a consciousness that is kind of rolling the red carpet out before you, so to speak, is how she's putting it. How would you encourage other people? She's saying for all these kids she knows who are out there trying to help their parents, and they know that, you know, these kids know they're living in both worlds too because parents are here and loved ones are here, and they always say heaven isn't heaven if we can't help the ones we love. So it isn't like they're being pulled away from anything else they should be doing, but they're looking to best express and how can they best help their parents when it's all been so hard, as you know. I think that it it, it just, for me and for, for Johnny, um, Kayla's dad, it just boiled down to one simple thing. And it was just that the understanding about the energy, about the vibration and the high vibration and that I believe the other side is all love. Go ahead and have that bite of chocolate cake. Listen to the music, laugh, and knowing that that was raising our vibration and having that knowing. In the beginning, I didn't feel that way. I would, I felt guilty about eating something that tasted good or going to her favorite place because I thought, oh, she can't do that. And it, it, it felt selfish to do that. And that was a short period of time in the beginning, fortunately for us. But knowing that those things were raising her vibration and were just bringing more and more love and that she would be feeling that same love and joy with seeing us choosing joy, that just that changed everything for us. And and so we do pet all the dogs. I, I, I do hear her saying, Mommy, pet all the dogs. Uh, and so we do try to pet all the dogs, but, um, you know, we look at flowers, we, we get, I mean, we don't do anything different than other people do, but the gratitude, the love and the appreciation, somehow that the act of doing those things. And it's a knowing that we don't even discuss much anymore because it's just something that is ingrained in us, but knowing that that is at, you know, helping her spiritually and grow and expand and, and be joyful, which is nothing. That's all you want for your child is for them to be joyful and happy. And knowing that our happiness makes her joyful and happy is, is I mean, it, it, it really just started with baby steps, but then listening to music and laughing. And, and now it's just become, I, I, I don't know. I just, I actually feel like it's her that does it. I feel like she puts those things in our path. I feel like happens to us. It brings us great joy, happiness, and gratitude. But I literally feel like it, it comes directly through her. You were mentioning earlier today that figure eight. It just is constantly flowing that energy of love. I think knowing that, that that is what's happening when you choose uh, to enjoy something, to have a laugh. I, and knowing that your child or your loved one on the other side is benefiting from that. that it's, that's very simple to me. It's so simple, and yet it's so, to me, not obvious because, you know, we grieve. 
but that's the thing. I mean, for their vibration to go up, their their big concern is for us. And they also know beyond a doubt that whether you're communicating with them or feel like you're receiving messages or not, they know beyond a doubt that it will be together again in the same vibrational field. They're not based on faith. They're with us. They're sitting next to us on the couch. They're doing those things. So sometimes I think for for people just getting started, it isn't the fake it till you make it thing, although that could help in terms of just looking up and hugging hugging a doggy. But remembering the love, there are so many things about grief is so much love and not having a place to put it. And Michaela's making it very, very clear that there is still a place to put it, and it affects everyone around her as well, and it gives them great hope to have more of an interactive relationship with their families. Yeah, so that I feel compelled to add something, and that is I really want to be gentle in sharing the truth, and that is I still cry regularly. I meditate in the morning. I uh, have quiet time with Michaela, and I feel that pain of a loss of her in the physical. So I don't want to say that it's simple and easy and all of that. So I'm not wanting to discount the pain because I still have that pain. I hope I always have that feeling because that is the feeling of the most intense love in my heart and I feel that it doesn't last a long time I'm able to sit with it feel it process it and then I understand and and this is going to sound funny possibly but that she and I have work to do here on this side of the veil and so I very much I have those moments and then I have an understanding that she is doing fine. She's doing great. She's happy. And she's especially happy when those that she loves here on the physical plane are happy. So it isn't simple like, oh, you just do this and then you're fine. It We still have all the humanness and all those experiences. And I definitely still, uh, I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday morning, but I had a bit high. And the human experience is still totally there. Knowing that the things that we choose and the lifestyle that we gratitude is just really it's gratitude and love. And choosing to those over fear or uh, resentment or any lower vibrations, just knowing that that benefits her, that's the choice that makes it easy. Knowing that that will help our child is what makes it easy. But it, we still have to get up through all the humanness. And there's still lots of triggers and lots of, of tears at times and pain and all of those types of things as well. So it's not just simple like one and death. I want to be clear about that. I think that's so important to share. It doesn't negate any of that. And I think it's so important to acknowledge it on the physical plane for your body to process because we are human and we do live here and we want what we want on the physical plane. It's interesting, through the years, channeling for me is this really joyful, joyful thing. But a lot of the time, it's funny, I kind of would joke that it's so joyful, and then we hang up or go away or whatever, and I thank everybody and let go of the content, but remember the love. And 
I cry on my own time. I mean, people would leave my office and, and it's like they're joyful and people don't want to leave because you're kind of in that space. And it's like, you know, your, your kid's going to be riding shotgun and still talking to you as you're driving. And that happens for a lot of people. But they're still, I'm a human and channeling, they're in the room. They're so happy. They're so, <laughs> your, your daughter says effervescent, which is one of my favorites. Hers, hers is iridescence. I was going to talk about iridescence and effervescence. So she's jumping in. After this really wonderful, I would forget what the content is, but I still see them walking to their car. Of course I cry. It's a balancing act and yet can be integrated, helping each other. What they're saying out there is you allowing the grief and allowing yourself to process it, feel it. It's an honor to your body and the fact that we're in body at this time. It actually releases so that your vibration goes up. It's in incredible how the puzzle pieces without the air and here they fit perfectly together, almost like yin and yang in terms of the energetic. The more joyful we are, but on the other hand, we're humans and we need to feel all those emotions you're talking about. And yet here on the physical plane, there are also keys to help us take a deep breath, even if we feel we can't. And the the other thing that you're saying, the idea of helping them, I have to say, you know, one thing that comes through all the time is they're talking about a life review. And it seems that with everything going on now and feels like things are speeding up and we're evolving pretty quickly. A lot of people who are in body now, it feels like they're moving into doing their life review here. remembering some of the past stuff so that we can allow ourselves to be more free and easy with our emotion here as opposed to feeling like we couldn't do it once we're out of body. And so the point, the point, what was the point? They had a point they wanted to make. When somebody is out of body and they don't want to look at a life review because even though they might have been a lovely person, but they might have been taught to be more contained or they're ashamed of some things or responses or whatever, the impetus that's used out there with the, the guardians, the angels, whatever you want to call them, some people say just that therapists out there, is the impetus, if somebody doesn't want to look at that life review, they're told, well, you can help the people here. Just about everyone jumps on board immediately and will do whatever it takes to help the people they love. And if they went out of body with any ego or even that negative ego, oh, I'm so worried I did the wrong thing, so much of that will go out the window in real time while people are literally doing whatever they can to get clear so that they can help the people here. Hmm. And Mikhail is so excited about the fact that it's so open. She wants to go back to her favorite color is iridescence, right? Yeah. And I always forget and say effervescence. <laughs> um, and you have a lot of all kinds of signs in that regard. It's interesting because she's saying it's, you know, when you cry, when you let things out, it's still, it's almost like she's showing sparkles. It's still something, it's you're, you're crying because you love someone that you miss. And there's an effervescence to it. There's a, I won't say iridescence, but an effervescence, there's it's almost as if that love just oozes out of you, even while you're in grief. And it's still an expression 
that those outer body are feeling, recognizing, and wrapping around you. They're acknowledging it. It's important. But what making that choice, making that choice for ourselves so that we can best help them, it's almost like transparency. What you're doing with that is you're allowing the interaction to be transparent, but just by acknowledging it. And just when you say it, your auric fields will broaden and, and her vibration will rise. And you learn this in the course of years and going for walks and talking to her and just feeling in your heart. And your daughter says being the bravest brave a mom could be. That's sweet. Also, when you say effervescent, I also thought of you, Mala Popping, iridescence and, and effervescence. But I also understand what you said, and I hadn't thought of that before, because when I am in meditation, I'm thinking of effervescent like champagne bubbles or um, fairy dust. And that's the visual that comes to my mind. And when I when I am in, in meditation in the quiet moment and wanting to blend uh, my spirit with Michaela's spirit, I very much envision that type of effervescent. I never thought of it before, but sort of expanding that uh, in my auric field up and out so that she can come down and like a beacon of light like i can put my light and sparkles out and then she will see that and then come and blend with me so that definitely uh and that wouldn't be iridescent so you're you're spot on on that effervescent that mm -hmm. definitely describes what what i what i feel that i do so that i can blend my energy with with her and allow her to come close it's so funny. She's laughing. She says, you know, she wants me to tell you, I'm older. I always get people who, they like the guy with the conductor, a one, a two, you know, with the effervescence. He had the bubbles, the bubbles. Was that, was that Liberace with the bubbles or was that, um, no, Lawrence Welk, Lawrence Welk, because theater isn't too far from here. It's, it's, it's Lawrence Welk. It's funny because when I hear effervescence, little bubbles it's exactly like carbonation and sparkles and bubbles and it's being in a special place and being with the people you love to me um it's interesting because it's something that we can think about the imagery here and it's a direct correlation it's really interesting it's funny the iridescence i think of that as well you the iridescent ribbon you find halo of course being iridescent and almost like it's an, an action word of, of we are. And the effervescence feels like she's laughing. She's saying, isn't it fun to just play with? She's pretending to bounce bubbles across, let's say there's a badminton, you know, little uh -huh. nut And we're bouncing back all these bubbles. And some are just floating that we don't have to hit back at all. They're just floating around and back and forth. And she wants to say, let's take it one step further. Every bubble has information in it. It's a hug in it, a memory in it, something in it. Nothing, nothing, nothing is ever lost. The brain is a wonderful thing to compartmentalize, but the soul is what holds the memory. And so we're literally bouncing thoughts back and forth all the time. It's really interesting. She's saying she was thinking yesterday she was already talking to you about Hmm, what would you want to say about, you know, the new year? You wrote Happy New Year. 
it's so interesting. You hear each other and act on it, and you are very, very much conscious of it. What she wants to reassure people and the, a lot of the kids that she's working with to help them get to this place is that a lot of people that are listening in body are already doing it, and they're just not thinking about it too too much. One of the things that, that I've heard is is if you let the thinker get too much in the way, it'll get in the way of the heart and the gut. And the heart and the gut are what's where the knowing is. You know, where the knowing is, and then the mind will like, oh, well, of course, it is logical. And then you have it going everywhere. How does that feel in terms of, well, she says it's catchy. Our effervescence is contagious. Do you find that, that people, well, they're asking us to stop one just for a moment and do our quick little mantra. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only, <laughs> she's laughing, Michaela, we wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and heal. So people who are invited to go up to a higher frequency but you're going to, we are all together when we focus on this, going to a higher frequency, which is like sliding right into home when it not going out of body. But in terms of letting our loved ones know that, hey, we're calling you up on the phone. Yeah, I think in terms of that effervescent, like we're speaking about, about the bubbles and each bubble holds something, uh, memory or a feeling, an emotion in it of connection. I was also thinking about the um, energy and how it changes forms and how fun are bubbles. <laughs> but again, it's it's uh, energy in different in different forms, and I love that idea of expanding those effervescent energy circles or uh, bubbles mm. and. Yeah, and then going out, and actually I even can visualize some playful popping of those when they're received. So I think that is um, a really fun fun visual as well. And it is fun to talk about this type of thing and to bounce it back and forth. And I do feel so much power that you stopped and did that, the mantra when you did. Because that mantra is something that I recite every day, but also... For so long, I did and didn't understand one part of it. And I was with you at, at one point, and you mentioned to me something that was going on in my life, and you said, oh, didn't you do the mantra? Or did you do the mantra or something like that? And I was doing it, but I wasn't doing it understanding the intention as clearly as I do now. And that was that, when you clothe yourself, and I, I have a whole, I, I'm very visual, so I have a whole visual that goes on when I recite the, the mantra. But so I've got this cool, like, long robe of, of light. It's like mine's a coat, but it's just like this really cool robe of light. And then the idea that it's for our protection and, and connection, but also that those who see it or come in contact with it, uh, it's it's up to them to be drawn to the divine. But that's what we, that's what our intention is when others come in contact with us. 
And that has, that knowing has helped me in so many ways. Anytime maybe the energy doesn't feel quite right or someone seems like they're unhappy or, you know, could be a complete stranger, but just knowing that hopefully the light that I have and feel and that I love to share with others, that that if the timing is right for that person, that they would, it's available to them. And so that, that just, that part of the mantra was just something I was saying for so long, but then I don't know when it was a year or two ago, you mentioned something to me about it and you gave it a meaning that I really needed to understand, but I didn't realize I didn't understand. So that's just my take on it, that it feels very beautiful to be able to hold that light from the divine, but also to be a giver or spreader of that love and light when you're out and about. Wow, thank you. Because it's, and, and believe me, I forget to do it a lot of the time too. And, you know, it's it's so interesting. It's an invitation. Uh-huh. It's an invitation, but it's also a discernment. It's a discernment for wanting to stay in the high vibration, inviting the high vibration. And if there are any energies that don't want to stay there, Again, it isn't like there's any, we're not wishing anything negative. They, they just, that energy will fall away. Um, but it isn't without an invitation and with love attached to it. So that's very, very important. Wonderful. And the new year that, you know, we're halfway through January now. And this new year just feels really amazing to me energetically. And I truly do feel that I'm working with Michaela and that we're doing beautiful work and we're going to be doing beautiful work this year. And I feel like that is something available to everyone and anyone who has loved ones on the other side, which is all of us, that you can work together. And that collaboration is a word that you use often. And that knowing, again, the integration, the one foot in each world, it's just a beautiful thing to know that we help them on, on the physical plane by being able to spread joy and spread love and, and gratitude and be that, but also that they help us so much, want to help us so much. And we really don't have to do anything other than just have that intention of working together and collaborating. That wasn't something that I was aware of or felt you know, in the first year or two after Michaela's passing, it may have been something that I heard or said, but it wasn't something that I felt in, in every cell of my body. And it is definitely something that I feel now. So even with the physical pain of her loss, which it just never, never leaves you. I, I definitely feel that regularly. There's this other concept that I had no uh, awareness of that we have work to do and whether that work be just smiling at a stranger or picking up the phone and calling a friend you think that needs to hear from you it doesn't have to be monumental big things but but you're working together anytime you are sharing the energy of love and doing that together and then knowing of doing it together is just i can't put into words what an exciting year I feel ahead because I know that I'm going to get to do that every day. That is 
absolutely magnificent. And you said it all. She is so happy because that's everything. That's everything. Thank you so, so much. Both you, Carrie, and Michaela, and everyone out there, thank you so much. I think it's so incredibly important letting people know the truth of what it feels like on the ground floor, but also the interactive nature and the joy, because it's the only way, really. It's the only way because we are in, in, in human form. And I just so appreciate you sharing what it feels like and what it's like to stretch and to expand and to allow, to really allow. Yeah. One thought comes to mind is that I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt, in my heart, I know that where Michaela is, which is here, but in a different vibration, that that vibration is pure love. And I know that that's where she is. And knowing that our loved ones, everyone's loved ones, are in this frequency of pure love, I can't think of anything more that I would want to do to be connected with her than to stay in that frequency of love while here on the physical plane. You've just said it all, and that love is contagious. Thank you so, so, so much for sharing and for sharing what Michaela wants to share with us because you've said it all. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. I love to share ideas with you and speak with you and learn from you. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. We're all learning from each other, and you can share in ways that only you can. Thank you. And remember, in whatever stage you're in, whatever's going on, those you love, you still love them. Of course you do. They may be what we consider the word past, but they sure, sure, surely are present. Thank you again. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncout.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.